These are crazy times, right? So today is March 19th, 2020, and I held a co-parenting and Corona talk for, it was a free talk that I did. Um, I posted it for all of my social media communities because I've been getting a lot of messages from people in step families that are trying to navigate this very historic moment. A lot of people are taking advantage of the fact that we have a deadly pandemic and they're using it as an excuse to withhold children that they were going to withhold anyway. And a lot of people are really afraid for their, their, their households and for their health because the coronavirus is here and it looks like it's here to stay. So here is the recording. I'm about to just make public the entire recording. I'm not going to edit too much of it from today's talk. It lasted about an hour and 20 minutes. So sit back, relax. Look, honey, you're on quarantine anyway. You don't have anything better to do. <laughs> this is Naja Hall, Step Family Coach. So sit back, relax, and check out our very candid conversation. Alrighty, I love you all. Please be safe and take care of yourselves out there. Class. So there's a lot of people that are banding together because y'all, this is something that is unprecedented in our generation now it happened in 1918 with the spanish flu self-care i find that people throw that word around and it becomes so cliche like oh my god practice self-care it's like sometimes self-care is just me not beating somebody's ass that day like you just don't you don't like you don't know so whatever you all are doing to maintain to be fair and to protect your households because that's my number one model your household comes first your household comes first so whatever you have to do please please do it yes i see somebody's hand valencia your oh, hand went up <laughs> that's clapping it says clapping on my oh hand. oh i thought that was like a hand raise oh that's a clap oh there's that's emojis a on here yeah wow that's clap next okay. to the record option there's a thumbs up. Oh, reaction. A... Wow. So that's not a hand <laughs> raise? Oh, snap. So there's a lot. And I hey, for everybody that is a non-video participant, just because I cannot see you, that does not, does not mean that I don't want you to interact with us. So if you have something to say, please interject. I want to, I want to hear from everybody. I want to, I want to hear from the people that I can see and the people that I cannot see as well. So that was a good tip, Valencia. She's also an amazing life coach. Um, she does a lot of great work for the community, blended and non-blended community. So um, Valencia, I don't know if you want me to give your website and stuff, but if you give me permission, then I will. Uh, you have permission, um, okay. but I'll also oh. put it in the chat just in case. Oh, you know what? Boom, do that right now. And can you take, <laughs> and I was hoping you would say it because I don't know your website link. <laughs> It's inspiremylife.com. <laughs> okay, inspiremylife.com. Okay, okay, cool. Cool. So who else, Um, I want to hear from you all. Who else has something to, to add? I have a couple of things that I want to say, but I don't want this to be a speech. So I want to hear from somebody else. I just say, all right. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Uh, I just, I sit and think and... I put myself in uh, my partner's and his ex-wife situation. Mm -hmm. and if I was to be 
in their shoes and I was to be high conflict, I think I would want to put everything to this to a side and just come together Hi. in the hard times. You know, stop, son. It's Hi. me time. Is that my little friend? Yeah. He's go ahead, friend. bring him on so he can say hi. Come on, bring him. Bring him on. He wants to say hi to you. He knows you. I know. <laughs> hi. Hey, friend. How are you? Say hi. It's your friend. Hi. What are you doing today? Is your is your mommy being nice? Emma? No. <laughs> He's very truthful, okay? <laughs> okay. Who else is that? I see somebody else's little face. Hey girl, who is that? Unmute. Let me see. Bring up. Unmute and come on in and say hey. Doggy go. go. Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> okay, so okay, finish your point. No, I was just like I was saying, like I would just want to come together in a time like this. For example, our situation, we haven't seen the kids in, since October, one time in February. In times like this, I would want to communicate more with dad. You yeah. know, the, regardless of the situations, you're, you're going to be their parent regardless, you know, and times like this, children want both of their parents. And it just makes me sad, especially like when we had our earthquake, mom didn't care. She was just very like, well, what do you want? To, what do you care about the kids? Like, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not to have a bad attitude. It's just like, oh, you know, your kids are fine. Everything's good. And it's like, communicate more, you know, and we don't have that. Everything's like, she just wants to have something to fire back on. And it's sad. In times like this, and it sucks that some people would actually take advantage of dire situations to make their co-parent yeah. try to show difference or make them feel more unimportant than they already do. But pandemics, viruses, deadly illnesses, zombie apocalypses don't make people stop being jerks all of a sudden. I think these things kind of exacerbate who you already are. So if you're a person that is dead set on alienating, you are going to take every opportunity right now to not let that other parent know if their child is sick in the hospital, has a respiratory infection from this virus. Like this is, you know, this is a person. Cindy is going to be who they already are. Now, what and I have I like, I like the email that you sent because you know how I messaged you and I was like, how do I? Because I care. My daughter is only six months old, and. I don't need her to have like RSV or something like that because I don't know what these children are exposed to. And from what I do know is they're always sick. They always have a cough. They always have a cold. They always have running nose, which is fine. I can deal with that. But in times like this where we don't know if it's a cold, it's a flu, or it's the virus. And I really can't, I can't take that for my daughter because she's not going to deal with it. I am. And, and, you know, that's that's one thing that's unfortunate about not being able to communicate between households, because I don't know many parents that would send a sick child to their other household. But we all know it happens. If you got to work and your kid has a flu and, you know, there's kids at the other household, it's like, what do you do? And I see a lot of people's um, reasoning is, well, what would you do if the kids all live together? What would you do? Well, the fact of the matter is they do not. That what, right. if, that what if is improbable. If, if, you know, if I win the lottery tonight, 
my ass is moving to, uh, to the moon but, <laughs> to a different island <laughs> right so let's not start th- let's start throwing out these um, improbable situations that don't apply to our immediate facts so Cindy what I would say is I still stand by what I say you got to protect your household first and sometimes that might make you look like a witch and selfish um, but I would rather you do that and end up with a six-month-old that has a respiratory infection with the, who does not have a fully developed immune system you know and one thing about it, the people that are spreading this virus in New York City, for example, which is where we live, I think uh, these numbers might, I hope, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm reading like New York uh, Daily in the Post, the first reported cases, there was 800 um, at some point last week, and the other day there was 2,200 cases. So they're quite, almost tripling every single day. And that's because people are not taking it seriously. In New York City, if y'all have been there, it's pretty nasty. You know, it's pretty like trashy and nasty. And we are a popula- a densely populated place. There's like 12 million people in a space this big. So we're gonna come in contact with one another. The one thing that my concern that concerns me is what if a person has this disease and they just don't care about other people and they go to the local supermarket? And they touch the thing, the basket, they touch the buggy, and then boom, you touch it, and your baby touches this, and then your whole household is sick. Or, you know, or what if your co-parent is in a situation where they don't, don't know how to properly um, disinfect themselves or their household, and they, they are working public service. So these are, I, I got, you know, I see some people are just now joining on. I, I'm not going to send my child into a possible really bad situation. And someone, oh, Valencia just, she just typed in the group chat, guys. She says, you have to stop asking, will I get coronavirus? And ask, will I spread corona? That's, if we could all take on that attitude, if we all could. Hey, Andrew, I see you just popped on. What's going on? So uh, there's a lot of people that I cannot see that are, are joining us. And so to you guys, I just say, please mute your phones if you're not talking. This is meant to be a conversation. This is not me making a speech. This is an open forum. I want to hear from everybody because this is all of us trying to join in and help one another. I certainly don't have all the answers, but someone on this line does. And so this is where we get to help one another. And I want to hear from you all. Um, I'm about to start calling people out. Can I say one thing? You already said something, Sandy. (laughs) Okay. Which what? What you got to say? What? what? <laughs> now that we have three cases in Kern County as of right now, but one case actually is from New York that was visiting Bakersfield. Uh, so I, yeah. I'm gonna need you to keep your New York Yorkers over there. I can't. I'm in Texas. Right? I'm going back there. I'm not going back to New York. So some Emily says I'm looking. I'm reading the chat. Emily says we have 50-50. We live 45 minutes to an hour apart. For now, we're doing pickup and drop off in a parking lot halfway between us based on my and my husband's schedule. If they needed to stay in one house, it would be ours. How we, how would we get their mother to agree to that? Oh, I'm sorry. How will we get their high conflict mother to agree to that? Y'all, when it comes to high conflict, there is no reasoning. If this person is high conflict, if a father or a mother is high conflict, they already are kind of putting their hatred for you and your household above their kids' best interests. Because I, I don't think it's right to steal away a relationship from a good mother or father. So if you are alienating, you're a high-conflict person. 
if they're doing it on a regular day, they are not going to care about Corona. And, and I will say this, we can inundate the courts if we want to, but just like the hospitals probably don't have the capacity to handle all the people that are going to be infected, the courts are also going to be overrun with those of us trying to get these emergency orders. And so Emily, what I would advise, if you don't have communication with that other household, you don't know where, where the kids have been, I know it would be in their best interest for you, them to be with you all. But if mom is not going to allow that, and nobody's going to go physically remove those children, you and your husband might have to get accustomed to, this sucks because I feel very powerless saying this, but you and your husband really might have to get accustomed to not knowing their conditions until this blows over. And you, if you have a high conflict co-parent, then you know how it feels to be at their mercy. And a high conflict person, a person with a personality disorder, a mental illness of some sort, where it's all about them, we all know that this is going to be the time where they get to revel in there and show you their power, right? But Emily, I just want you to um, be very, very careful. Christina in the group chat says, family courts here in California are shut down except for ex parte situations. The resources are so limited right now. And if you're dealing with a high conflict person, they know the courts are shut down. Most of our courts are shut down. And if yours is not shut down right now, as you guys saw in the email that I sent you today in Canada, they're done. They're wiped out. I've heard from a couple of people in a few other um, countries as well. Here in, I don't really know what they are here locally where I am, but this is where you got to check your local laws. And then you got to see, is it worth it? Is it worth me going to court to file an emergency order to bring these children here into my home and I don't know who they've been exposed to? Because if, if those kids have it, and this is crazy because I feel like we're talking about walking dead here. It's like, we're, it's not a zombie apocalypse. But if those kids have it, kids don't cover their mouth. Like, you, you're going to get it. If you feel, if, you know, um, if Emily, if you truly feel, you and your partner, you and your husband feel that your household is the best part, place for them to be, and you are at the mercy of your high conflict co-parent, I feel like you should show it to where it's advantageous to her to let them come and be with you. Because this is how you appeal to a high conflict person. You got to show them what's in it for me. Why is this going to make her life better, her day easier? Um, if you're very desperate, I remember we were so desperate at one point, we offered money. We will pay you, not child support. We will pay you cash just to let them come. You know, we've been, I've seen that's happened to us before. And so um, I know what it's like trying to bargain over some, some, over the most precious things that you have. So Emily, you got to do what you got to do to not only protect your household, um, you know, to protect your, the sanctity of your, your husband's heart, because the men that we're with, you know, this, this pieces of their heart and they feel very torn. Andrew, what do you have to say? You're the only man whose face I can see. What's, what's up, brother? What you got to say? Uh, about, about everything. Everything. Well, well, I happen to be, I happen to be an attorney and I did mention, uh, in the chat that uh, as far as intervening in the courts, you're just not going to get any relief there. I mean, they, they pretty mm. much have all around the country have shut them down. It's hard to get uh, protective orders uh, and I guess child protective services involved anyway, just on a, on a regular, they would treat this pretty much as a garden variety family dispute and it would not be escalated. Uh, part of the other issue is that because testing is so far behind, mm. I mean, just the mere suspicion of one parent over another with respect to exposure or concerns is not going to motivate 
uh, state involvement, and it's it's definitely not going to get you an order from a court. Uh, so oh, I think those wow. I, I think those I think those energies as you kind of expressed are kind of really best directed, you know, toward trying to maintain peace and sort of accepting certain realities with respect to uh, the term you used. Um, what was it? High. Um, High conflict. The, the, high conflict. Yeah. High conflict parent. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that, you know, and that's like, if I paid an attorney to tell me that, I would, I probably, I don't know, Andrew. You'd be like, hey, just accept it. Like, I'm so, if I'm somebody's coach, I had to be like, listen, girl, you're, listen, sir, you're out of luck. I mean, I, yeah. you know, if they told me they weren't going to pay me, I couldn't even be mad because it's like, there is no answers here. No, we, we cannot go and talk to this person who you, and this is nobody in particular, you laid down, you made the kid with them. Now they won't let you like, you can't deal with them. So there's, I surely can't, but you know who can, you know, when the, so what do you think? Because you were, where do you practice law? Louisiana. Louisiana. Are you family law? Are you some other? uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I see somebody's naked ass. Hold on. Wait. Uh Oh, wait. He, oh Lord, she don't know she got her camera on. Grass, oh, wait. This is live, yeah. Okay, okay. Hold on, let me let me see if I can. Let me stop. Stop video. Okay. Okay. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so th- y'all didn't see anything, did you? I did. I did. Okay, so um, Andrew, you're in Louisiana right now. Yes. When do you think parents that are in these dire situations will be able to get relief? Such an open-ended question. Like, well, it, at, at, le- at least at least here, uh, courts are closed until, uh, except for the the limited circumstances of like protective order and some some criminal issues and child in need of care uh, cases uh, until April 13th. And mm. that's probably going to get extended. Uh, I was on yeah. a call with the governor yesterday and they're just, they're just afraid to like just announce it all, but it is highly likely that that's going to extend into the summer. So I would say for the next eight weeks, for sure, the next eight weeks, for sure. Okay. So somebody said, um, Kedia, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Is it Kedia? She says Canada, everything is shut down. Okay. Um, oh, this is a good, good piece of advice. Someone said, Emily, that's someone, someone who's coming. I read earlier. I hope everything works out for you. P.S. Did you sign up for Cook County text alerts? Uh, I don't know where Cook County is. Where is Cook County? Is that? It's in Illinois. It's in Illinois. It's in Illinois. I sent okay. that to Emily so that she could have like um, kind of alerts for what's happening with Oh, that's perfect. We're in the same state. So for those of you that can't see this group chat over here, um, this might be something you want to do for your your state as well. So Coach Valencia is sharing with someone that in Cook County, you can text 888-777 and you can sign up for text alerts. So maybe check and see what your local area is doing as far as keeping you alerted on what's happening. Um, Oh, someone says, I think Texas and Louisiana have reciprocity, so we might have a single a similar legal arrangement andrew do you is that true do you agree with that for for louisiana no uh well we we don't because louisiana actually is you know the only civil state so we don't have 
there are some exceptions, but in terms of the rules, no, it's different because Texas is actually behind uh, Louisiana right now in some of the some of the uh, restrictions that are that are taking place because yeah. here in Louisiana, all schools are closed, um, et cetera, and that's that's being handled on a county by county basis in Texas right now. So the the rules aren't necessarily um, complete. So I'm not sure when they say reciprocity, I'm not sure in which specific area they're referring to, but okay. um, uh, no, Louisiana is right now number five in the nation in corona uh, cases and deaths behind New Jersey, New York, uh, California, and I think it was Washington, if I remember off the top of my head. So we're kind of taking a little bit more drastic measures here right now. So I see someone says that they are in, we're a few weeks behind. So some places do not have, some of you do not have family court shutdowns. I'm sorry, border shutdowns. And they say family courts are being, are advising that it will be spring, September, October, before things ramp back up. So you all, you all understand that there are some people out here, some of your co-parents that are going to take full advantage of the lack of you being able to call the cops and get help. They're going to take full advantage of that. And your child is not at school, so it's not even like you can go up to their school and sneak and have lunch with them for a day. Does anybody have any suggestions for parents that um, are going to get the short end of the stick? What they can do? I mean, anybody? I would, uh, Naja, I would advise just from a from a family court standpoint. I guess because if you're talking about custody orders, visitation schedules, yes. you're not if you're with somebody that's not willing to cooperate with you you're not going to be able to get those enforced your best options is to you know use you know if you got facetime or video chatting your tech that that's if they don't want to help you or work with you or they concerned about some risk of exposure they're going to be able to hide behind that and frustrate any visitation you may want to have so yeah you got to know that going in and you're not really i mean i hate to sound fatalistic about it but it's, it's not going to be worth the, even the you're, you're not even going to be getting in court to even hear get it heard, uh, number one. Uh, and by the time you did, it, this virus thing may have passed anyway and be over. So just kind of swallow hard and know that that's going to be part of the frustration. Ugh. So, oh, someone else said, uh, if you are in San Antonio, San Antonio Texas, um, text C-O-S-A-G-O-V to 55000. If you all can, I'm not going to read all of these, but if you please share your local number that you can text wherever you are, because there might be somebody watching that doesn't have the number. Um, please keep sharing those local government numbers. And I need to go and see what, what ours is, because I actually did not know that. So what can we do? Because legally, our hands are tied. Um, we can give some thug solutions, because y'all know. I can thug it out. Like I'm, I'm good at that. If, because if people want to play games, it's not just a thug. Y'all see this? It's a thug. Okay, we can thug it out now. You know, <laughs> um, a lot of us have probably taken some very drastic measures to get the orders respected. We know if a person, and a lot of people may not respect a court order because. They haven't seen any sort of repercussions just yet. Right now, they know darn well that the government is shut down. Like, there's nothing that you can do. Does anybody have anything, if we have to go beyond being a little bit civil, does anybody have any suggestions that's not, not, not going to get us locked up? 
Anybody? Because I can give y'all Tupac way. Okay, M. Lane raised their hand. M. Lane, come on. Keep us out of jail. Come on. What you got? Well, for Hawaii, um, school is extended. What our spring break is extended till April 7th. And okay. as for us right now, like we have primary custody, but it does worry me a little bit because the bio mom, who is very high conflict, she works in the hospital. Oh. And she's in one of the hospitals that um, tests for the coronavirus. She's one of, I think, about eight places statewide. So mm-hmm. it's always questionable. So I, I can see where Emily's coming from. But what I'm, I'm waiting for is for her to say, oh, hey, since we don't, since yeah, we she don't. doesn't have school, why can't they keep her for this long or can't they keep her longer? So what right. I'm planning on preparing the thing is, you know, what she sticks, yeah. she works better with schedules and having routines. So despite her not having school, spring break is actually done at the end of this week. So we'd like to stick to her routine and schedule and not deviate from that because it really messes up and she has a hard time adjusting. Right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, And you would think that if a person was working in an area where they could possibly risk exposure, and we all know that um, a lot of airborne illnesses MRSA, for example, is one of the most common ones that you can get staph infection, you know, just from working in a hospital. If she is aware that she could possibly have come in contact and she still insists on getting the child back, unless she's about that thug life, what can she do? Tell me that. Unless she's going to come knock on your door, kick it open, take the child by the arm and take him out of the house, what can she do? Because we know that nothing else can be... We, we, We've heard from an attorney, and we all know that it's it's not going to get enforced. Nothing. She can't do anything. If you, I mean, this is where you... Not like she has the money for it anyway. (laughs) Okay, so she cannot afford it. She is more high risk than you are. And what is she going to do? Yeah, that's the only thing I'm worried about is her filing a contempt of court. But like you said, I mean, if worse comes to worse, we would rather have that filed than getting our household sick yep i would absolutely absolutely and some people might call it being selfish but i mean ultimately you don't want to get whatever this thing is i mean i know i i'm babysitting my home girl's kids uh two months ago and a little girl coughed in my face one time i was on the couch for eight days laid out i think i already had corona and i ain't even lying you don't want whatever this is. You don't want it. You don't want anything like it. So I agree. I agree. Anybody else have anything? Let me go and look in the uh, comments right now. Okay. I think we covered all the comments. I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. All right. So let me go over here. One second. I also um, promised um, Facebook that I would go live as well. So I'm going to put my phone next to this, but they know, they're not going to be able to see us. Let's put that right there. 
Okay. Sorry about that, guys. So um, are you all homeschooling? Like for those of you that actually have the kids with you, are you adhering to homeschool? How's that going? Give me one second, y'all. Okay, what's up, Facebook people? I am actually uh, just started to go live. I'm gonna be here for 10 minutes. I sent a link earlier for you all to join me in my Zoom room. But if you have questions, please type them out because we're talking Corona and co-parenting today. This is something that's brand new for all of us. None of us really have the concrete answers, uh, but we're talking Corona and co-parenting. I'm currently live in my Zoom room. So if you want to join in the video chat session, scroll out of this and go and find the link. Hello, Elder, how are you? Elder, come and join us in this other room. Is anyone in, in this Zoom room, are any one of you on uh, Facebook right now? Or can you go post a link to the Zoom room in my live? Can somebody go do that real quick? Or everybody? It's in the BNB Facebook group. Okay, so someone says, for me, the homeschooling will start on Monday. We have one week on and one week off. My boyfriend and I are working on a schedule, and we're looking at resources for the kids. Um, and we will have to go to April 24th. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so we started, um, we started the homeschooling a couple of days ago. And I have not been in anybody's classroom talking about algebra for about 20 years, but longer than that. So it's been like, it's been quite a task. So if you all have any sort of links to share, tutoring links, things to keep the kids active, please share them because share them over here in the group chat. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna compile everything and put it together and I'll probably send out an email blast tomorrow or tonight with all the resources that we shared here. So we're talking Corona and co-parenting. Uh, share your questions. Uh, okay, someone, uh, Cheyenne says, in Douglas County, this week is spring break. Okay, starting next week, we're going to start online learning. However, the governor has mentioned that it's unlikely that the kids will return to school this school year. Oh, God. The kids are... This school year... It, it, let me read a few more comments. Ah, YouTube has fun yoga videos. Cosmic kids. Thank you, Kay. M. Lane says, fluency and fitness is free for three weeks. Nice. Keep giving these resources, everybody, because we all need uh, resources. So everybody that's watching this on Facebook, I want you to get off of Facebook right now. Valencia just posted the link to the Zoom room and join me over in the Zoom room. Okay. Aha. Here's another one. Teachers Pay Teachers is uh has a lot of free resources. So we're talking free resources for Corona. We're talking ways to keep these kids um, occupied. We're talking ways not to get ourselves, like not to get fat, because I know I've gained a few pounds. Because every time the kids are like, Miss Magic, can I have a snack? I'm like, yeah, but you got to bring me one too. So, you know, I'm not, and um, those of you other that are on the Zoom room, can you see the comments or do I need to read? Because there are a lot of good resources. People are posting. There are so many good resources. I don't want to sit and read each one if you can already see them, but Stacy O just gave like 20 good suggestions of links and resources. Oh, and they look like they're all free too. So if you can see that, then please, please, please uh, join us. Hey, Valencia, over in 
Oh, well, what is this? Oh, Andrew. Okay, so you sharing the screen. See, I like open forums like this. Okay, so Oprah, Andrew, free math worksheet? What website is this? Um. Um, yeah, Andrew, what work, what site is that? It's, oh. it's uh, math, mathdrills.com. Mathdrills.com. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, Andrew, close that out for me, sir. Mathdrills.com. And type the link over um, to the side. Kaylin says, noodle. <laughs> Go noodle indoor recess activity. Oh, yeah, man, there's so many good things that are being shared. Wow. Okay. All right, can I That's all good. It's all good. We're super running behind. Okay, if you're just tuning in, please, please, please mute your um, device if, you, if you're not talking because we want to make sure we can't hear everybody from the back. So Facebook, I am right now live in my Zoom room and we're talking Corona and co-parenting, but there's a lot of step parents on here, on here too. There's a lot of single parents. You know, we're just talking about, um, we're having our open session. So if you want to join us over there, we're answering questions and we're talking over there. And we also have tons of resources. Wow, y'all, I, I don't even feel like, I, I'm not going to read all these. So I'm just going to go copy and paste them and send a big old email because there is no reason why now we couldn't, we shouldn't have the kids completely, oh, it, oh man, there's so many. We shouldn't have the kids completely occupied all day because they will snack you to death. Can I have a snack? They will, you'll get, can I have a snack to death? <laughs> okay. So people on Facebook, Valencia, can you share their link and ask them to join us over here once more? Because I'm about to, as soon as you share that link, Valencia, I'm about to close out this Facebook live. People that are watching on Facebook, um, I need you to join us and the link that Valencia has shared because uh, I'm just, I just came over here to pop on and say hello to everybody. Pastor Jerry, hello. Pastor Jerry, come and join us on the Zoom room because I know you have a lot of good stuff to say about co-parenting. Elder as well. Elder David, I want you to come over here as well. All right. Valencia, did you get that up? Okay. All right, Valencia shared the link. So Facebook Live people, I'm closing this out. Scroll down, Valencia Frazier just shared the link to where you can join us live right now, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Valencia. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I appreciate you. Okay, so someone says, so if you're dealing with a high-conflict biological mother, are you suggesting not to fight for extra time? <clears throat> the fight of filing <clears throat> a contempt charge to Andrew, how much is it? <clears throat> Kim, how much is it to file a contempt charge? Wait, wait, wait. You were muted. Start over. Okay. Can can you hear me now? Yes? Okay. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna, somebody's probably gonna charge you probably a, a minimum, and, and I do mean it, probably a minimum of a thousand dollars, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, to to do just to file a contempt. So uh, only to go, only to if you went once you get to court, 
just for there to be a slap on the wrist and now you're you know back to where you were before that happened so everybody that cannot get their kids right now because of corona <clears throat> you about to call andrew and be like or andrew, if somebody calls you right now i need you to file a, tar a contempt charge for me what are you going to tell these people you look like you're ethical though you might not take their coin or, I mean, no, I'm not gonna take. No, I'm not gonna take the money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna first tell them the courts are, are practically closed, with the exception of these, you know, very, you know, specific emergencies. And then I'm gonna be honest with them, and I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna go to court, even if I file something, get there, and the other person's gonna say I was scared because of Corona, and I wanted to protect my child because of A, B, and C, and the judge is gonna say, eh, maybe y'all need to go work this out, but I'm not gonna file you find you in contempt. So you mm -hmm. paid me to come to court. You've gone to court. Y'all already yeah. been cussed. Nobody's going to be found in contempt, and they're still going to be as uncooperative as they were before that you got there. That's that's going to be the honest result of that. So, Christina? Okay. Hold on. It's cool. We're live, so it's all good. Um, <clears throat> Christina said, so yeah, just to repeat her question, so if you're dealing with a high-conflict person, you suggest not to fight for any extra time? I'm suggesting that you don't wait hiring a person or even your time filing the contempt charge filing for contempt yourself and it might not be heard until this summer if right. you if we all know on this line if we are or we're not dealing with the high conflict personality as i said before if you are one of these people then this incident here is something that they're probably going to take advantage of Oh my God, who has that cute little baby? I get so distracted with babies. Hey, Tasia, whose baby is that? Oh, look at the baby. Oh. Thank you so much, Andrew, and thank you, Naja. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, honestly, like she's extremely high conflict, extreme. Uh -huh. um, we do have a court order that says that during any non-school time or vacation, that the girls are supposed to have Thursday overnight with us. And okay. she's saying because this is not officially spring break mm -hmm. that we're not granted extra time. Um, my husband wants to keep the girls um, because they're excited about spending extra time with us. Um, but I know that crazy and I know it'll be a problem. She thinks because she's married Wait, to- Wait, she's with you right now? I mean, the kids are with you now? No, so we get them Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, so Tuesdays overnight, Thursdays for dinner, and every other weekend. And he was only granted the 30% because of his active military status. Mm -hmm. uh, so during breaks or vacations, or it, specifically it says non-school time, that we're supposed to have that Thursday overnight as well. And she's saying because the kids are not on official school break, that we're not granted that extra overnight. Hmm. So this is about playing chess, not checkers, if you're in a high conflict situation. Right. Because I know about me, ain't nobody about to come up in my house and take children from there. So what if you were methodical <clears throat> about this? Be cool, let them come over, and then just take the extra time yourself. And it sucks because it's illegal, but you know, what if that's something that you do? Just took the time yourself. Well, yeah, my husband wants to just keep them overnight because technically, according to our court order, he's not violating it. It is non-school period. Mm -hmm. um, 
we already have a restraining order against her that got bumped down to a new negative contact order just because of the exchange of the children. So uh, she is married to a police officer, so she thinks she can get away with murder. And I, I just see that happening, like something crazy happening and it affecting the girls. What do you think, what is he going to do? Call one of his friends to come and physically get the kids removed? I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, that's, that's what my husband wants to do. He wants to keep the girls because it's technically mm -hmm. our time. You know what? Let, let's hear from everybody else. You all know what I would do. Cause I, I y'all know what I would do. I think we all pretty much know my attitude about this. <laughs> let's hear from some other people though. What are you, what is, what is, what type of advice can we give her? How are you handling this on, on snow days? Do you guys get snow? No, so ma'am. We're in Southern California. No snow days here. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I see somebody with a girl by book. Hold on. I'm going to give a shout out. Next. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> see, she's holding up my book. So she know, you know exactly how I would handle this because you've read the book. <laughs> I do. Okay. And I love yeah. it. And I'm a bio mom, but I am a huge fan and follower of you. Thank you. Um, and it, it just helps, I mean, with dealing with this and, you know, my um, co-parent and his girlfriend just returned from a trip out of the country and he wanted the children immediately, which I did. And now I have the children for two days and he'll have them over the weekend. Um, but this book has just, even as a bio mom, Miss Naja, it's been a godsend and a blessing and your blog and everything else that you do. Thank I love you it so much. Thank you. Um, as you can see, I, I take this all personally because I feel so personally, you know, we're all so connected. All of us on this line. I see a lot of you guys' names, <clears throat> you know, online or I've sent you emails. So I, if I've never seen your face before, we never talk. I, I, I know who you are. I know who all, 800 of you are. I literally do because a lot of this work I do myself. So uh, thank you for saying that. I appreciate your support. I really appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you listen because this, this stuff is not for the faint of heart. You can't have, you can't be a punk about this and expect, you can, <gasps> we got another baby. I shy it. Oh, what cuteness. <laughs> oh, see, I get distracted. Y'all say I get distracted easily, but we were given, um, we were given her, oh, oh, wait, so you just said that he came from out of the country and you guys are doing two days. And this is where you have to have an extreme level He's of He's stationed here. He's stationed here. We live less than five miles from her. Oh, okay, okay. Um, someone asked, are they officially considerate for your situation? They said, are they officially considering this an extended spring break? If not, I would consider the schedule as is and stick to the normal routine. The thing is, we're thinking about cross-contamination and a lot of things in this situation is not really normal because it's not a snow day, as somebody mentioned. As, as Kay mentioned, it's not really a snow day type of situation. This is um, am I going to go over to your house and get infected with a deadly, deadly illness and probably, probably die? Like, you know, this is something that's a little bit more serious. And so 
I'm going to say this, even if you have a high conflict co-parent, if they are by you categorized as a narcissist or they've actually been diagnosed because a lot of us call people narcissists and, you know, we use that term. We throw it out so easily, rightfully so. But I was talking to a good friend of mine, Kate, and Kate's blog is a very popular blog, This Life Progress. And she said something on my podcast one day. She was like, you know, you a lot of us need to consider that our child's other parent is the only person that loves them as much as we do, if not more. They might know it in the same ways as us, but these people... This is per this is a person that loves them. And so I want you to consider that. Is your co-parent going to knowingly put the children in danger? He, you know, in one case you say he and his girlfriend just got back to the country. But you guys live five miles away. So Christina, um, Miss Hannah, can you mute your phone? Miss Hannah, I can't see you, but I can hear you. Can you mute your phone, please, ma'am? Everybody you to mute your phones because I can hear a lot of rustling in the in the background. <clears throat> so yeah, like I was saying, the co-parent is the only person that loves your child just as much as you do, considering they're involved and you know we're not talking deadbeats, but if you have a person that's actually fighting you for custody, then they do care about this child enough to not let anything happen to them. So um I appreciate the fact, you know, she uh she mentioned that she's going to allow the visitation for two days, even though he just got back in from another country. So I would just say you have a high conflict, Christina, you have a high conflict biological mother that you're dealing with. Even if she's a narcissist, especially a narcissistic parent, they might be emotionally damaging to these kids, but they're going to make sure that they're well, that they're dressed nice, that they have the top grades in school not for the kids betterment but just so they can look better because this is what narcissists do so we know that at least in a case like this a narcissist has something to prove to you that they are a better parent than you so they're probably going to do what they can do to make sure these children are not infected now the one thing we have to worry about is if let's just say they come in contact with the coronavirus or someone that has it would they tell you Andrew, you you have something were you about to add something? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Um, Sheena says that's so true. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, they're not considering this thing. Um, uh, oh, I'm just reading. Kern County, and I, Cindy, I don't know what this is in reference to. I think you, you might have meant this. Like you said this a while ago, but I'm just now going to read the comments. You said Kern County is a medical. Yeah. Yeah. Kern County. If you but have medical. Oh, okay. If you're receiving that, if you're receiving welfare and food stamps, your fees are waived. You yes. mean fees to, to file? Yes. Oh, well, any, you still. Any, well, they better any, get in line. They better get in line because court ain't open. Court ain't open. We close. <laughs> Court's not open. What? Okay, let me go. If my lady's not a party, I'm going to kill you. See, you know, when we do these open forums like this, we just, you know, we get to hear everybody what's going on in everybody's house. That's cool, though. Okay. Anybody, um, Christina, 
and everyone on here that's listening, co-parenting, step-parenting, coexisting, all of this stuff boils down to how we handle conflict and how we allow another person who barely can control themselves and their own emotions to overrun and control ours. That's literally the name of the game. The reason it's difficult for you to co-parent with this person is you couldn't coexist in a relationship with them. Do you think all of a sudden you're going to become BFFs and be on the same page and aligned when, when, um, you know, you're doing that. Cindy, now why do you put this pretty baby in my face to distract me? Oh, who is that? See, we got another baby. We got another baby. Is that your six-month-old? Hi. Hey. <clears throat> so this is all matters of the heart, everyone. This is all how we handle our emotions, how we are able to, con to maintain control of ourselves. And the sooner that we accept that we don't control anything on that oh, end. And we don't take this stuff personally. And it's, it's so cliche. Tamia, Tamia, Tamia Webb, if you listen to me, mute your, everybody yeah. mute your phone. Hold on. I'm going I'm I'm to add on my phone. phone. Hold on, everybody. Okay. So yeah, um, there we go. Just remember, if you not, if you don't have the floor, if you want to say something, please jump in. This is not Naja making a speech to everybody. This is our open forum. One of the main issues when I have new people coming to sit with me as a step family coach, a blended family coach, whether it's a stepmother, biological mother, biological father, single dad, single mom, is they just want to know why. Why is this other person so demonic? Why are they so evil? Why? Listen, the why, when we stop focusing on the why, them, and we start accepting the fact of, this is my reality, this is my situation, how am I going to be? If you have a person that dangles your child in front of you like a piece of raw meat and you're a pit bull, and then they yank the baby from you. The, the soon as you accept, this is my reality, I am dealing with a high conflict person. This is who they are. This is not who I have to be. This is not where I have to reside. The sooner you'll start to regain control of your own senses. You regain a sense of self back. You know, I know some people, I, um, that were, and I think I talked about this on my last live or my masterclass for, for women. I talked about a friend of mine that had stage four colon cancer and, you know, she and I were talking and she just so easily said, yeah, Naja, I got, they said I got six months, <laughs> six months to live. And while I was freaking out <clears throat> about this, she was so calm. And, you know, we talked about it. You know, I, I immediately got on the phone. I think I saw a cancer center's of America commercial. And I was like, okay, they might have a free trial. We have this, you know, let's call this. And she was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to do it my way. And this, and the sooner I accepted, this was her life. She had get, come to such a place of acceptance that the cancer cells had done their business in her body. They had went to work and they overtook her entire body.
um, she looked healthy in that moment and she started to tell me the things that were going to happen. I had never seen a person that had so much peace when they were looking at death's door. She had hoped that she would live and survive. And at her memorial service, I, one thing that everybody said about this person is that she was so calm and peaceful. And this it, it's, 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 I think it minimizes a life and death situation when compared to, to co-parenting. But if I could juxtapose the two, if you could look at your life and your co-parent and this awful situation you're in and meet half of a sense of acceptance at that, as that person that was facing doom, she was looking at the hereafter right in the face. If we can look at that and meet a place of acceptance, then I think that number one will be overcome with a peace that surpasses all understanding. Because I know I have. When I stop getting upset, why does she do that? Why does he? When I stopped doing that and I said, okay, that's who they are. That's how their mom and daddy raised them to be. Maybe they were raised by wolves. Maybe this is, you know, they just don't have the class that Miss Naja has. Um, I see somebody has their hand raised. Um, come on in. I'm going to unmute you. I can't see your name. So I'm just, uh, I'm going to unmute you. It just says Galaxy X9. But if you have your hand raised, come on. What do you have to say? Okay. Well, maybe they don't know. Uh, somebody has a hand raised. I don't know your name because it's not on here. I'm going to go read a comment. <clears throat> Christina says, my husband just made a good point. He walked in and said, if we keep the girls overnight tonight, since it's a non-school period, she may not give up the girls for our next scheduled time. If we don't jump through her hoops, she holds the girls as leverage. They'll be sick for the next time. You are absolutely right, they will, Christina. But is she going to come to your house and get them? Let me stop wild, wild westing. I don't want co-parenting to, instead, I don't want this to become the wild, wild west. Okay, so it says two participants with their hand raised. All right, I will be quiet. If you have your hand raised, you now have the floor. I see people with their hand raised. You have the floor. Or maybe, are y'all raising your hands or is this like a wave, like an amen type of thing? Like, see, it says two participants with their hand raised. It's not the, hey, you're doing good. It's like, it's a literally. Okay. So, Naja, what I saw, okay, I just raised my hand and okay. I'll lower it now. Yes. But, See, it says you raise your hand. Okay. So, I guess it depends on the, the way people have their um, Zoom set up. If you're looking and reading through the chat, there are different panels or different emoji emoticons that you can use, like the green check mark. And then if you're looking at it through the actual Zoom itself, this one, can you see it? That's I see the yellow clap. I see that. Okay. So I, now I see okay. M Lane has her has their hand raised. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. go back on and then okay. hopefully that helps people. Thank you, Andrew. You Andrew, Andrew says he's leaving us, everybody. Thank you so much, Andrew, for stopping it in. I appreciate you. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Andrew. Bye. He says he has to go get groceries for his mom. Oh, Andrew, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. Andrew, are you single? Are you, are you single? 
He's married. Okay. You got brothers or friends because there's a lot of people in this community that need to hook up. And you know, if, if you, okay, just, if you do send me that picture and their credentials and I'm going to share it with all of the women in my communities. Okay. No pressure. And their salary too. Bye, Andrew. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, Emily said that was a baby touching buttons. Okay, that was me. Okay, I'm gonna go back up and read some questions. <clears throat> oh, Christina, I'm gonna start back with you. Um, yes, she absolutely will use them for leverage, but why if she's willing to play dirty, I've never ever won a fight when a person was willing to cheat and I didn't step my game up. I, Christina, if you constantly are playing Mrs. Nice Guy and you're saying that you're constantly being slapped in the face, I kind of think you're the one with the problem, not her. She's enjoying slapping, you know, and you're the one that's getting hurt. Like we have to fight fire with fire. We have to meet a person's energy. And back two years ago, when I was on this like whole Gandhi, Martin Luther King thing, turn the other cheek and love thy neighbor. Now, cover your baby's ears. Cover the baby's ears, everybody. Now, you got to beat a bitch's ass, literally or figuratively sometimes. Then that's what you got to do. And I'm not saying, I don't want anybody to get, in, get hurt. But I believe that when people are so accustomed to disrespecting us, taking away parenting time, cursing you out, calling you names, impeding on your territory. When they become accustomed to that, you think you're being nice and you're thinking, I'm being the bigger person. They're looking at you as being someone that is weak. And that is, I can't, I don't support that at all with anybody on this line, with anybody in any of these communities. So I'm going to go through and read some of the questions. Christina, this might be the time to try to change some of uh, the ways that you guys do things. I know that when I started sticking up for myself and my family in ways that mattered, I saw a change because I realized, oh, this person thought I was weak. I literally thought I was, that was a Christian thing to do. I was being nice. I was turning the other cheek. You know? Like, I know that they're not well. I literally thought that I was doing myself and my family a great service and I was not so Christina it might be time to make some um, structural changes up in your household and that might not mean and that means you might have to start being mean and stern if she wants to play the victim give her a reason okay Casey Cassie or Casey I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right says I'm new to nausea and the Facebook group. I'm a stepmom. I handle conflict by being withdrawn. Dad is the same way. Unfortunately, he's resorted to being withdrawn and stopping the visits while mom takes him to court for child support. I'm heartbroken that now he won't see them like we used to. What else could we have done in this high conflict situation? So just like the advice that I gave Christina A above you in the comment above you, we have to first decide, make the decision that we ourselves are going to be different <clears throat> because, and, and also a lot of this, how we handle conflict and a lot, this is in my book as well, but I go through a section and Kat, Kat, Cassie, Casey, if you don't have my book, you need to get it because um, 
there's a section in there where I literally drill down and I want you to tell me who taught you how to handle conflict. Cause that's all a lot of this stuff is guys. Us co-parenting, step-parenting, breaking up relationships. I wish they had a class in school when we were younger where they taught us conflict 101. Imagine how beautiful this world would be if there was a, if we all learned how to resolve it without resorting to anger or violence. And I've, ta- I've been really violent on this line today. Y'all know I don't mean that. Look at my little arms. I ain't about to fight nobody. <laughs> you all know that. But I, they'll go to jail. Though. So anyway, I want you to first change how you think about yourself and your situation. And just because the people that taught you how to handle conflict, for me, it was my mother and father. Those were my very first teachers. And looking back now as an adult, developing my own way, I handle conflict by also being detached, Cassie. I also was detached because I had the two very verbose parents. And when you have like these two really loud parents, you might not have a loud kid. I was like a quiet kid. I was the observant one. But I also learned that that taught, that didn't really set me up to handle my adversaries. Because when people see you detaching, they think you don't care. They think that you are weak. They think that you're not capable. Some people are taught that, and maybe this might be true for you guys as um, biological mother in your situation. Maybe she was taught that if a person doesn't fight you, that they don't care. I know a lot of women personally that they feel like they'll provoke their men into some sort of argument. If the guy walks away, they think they don't care. They don't realize, hey, this man just doesn't want to argue with me. He doesn't want to fight me. I know a lot of people that don't fight fair. So we all handle conflict in different ways. So your partner knows how his co-parent handles conflict. And clearly she handles it by um, taking you, taking him support constantly and remove and uh, stealing away custody and financially abusing him. You have to meet her energy. And if you don't have the energy, I, I think you said he's a boyfriend. I hope he can't hear me. I hope he can't hear me, but can he hear me? Okay. If he's a boyfriend and you don't, no, he, can he can hear me. No, he cannot. Oh, because I was about to talk to him too. Okay. If you don't, and I'm not saying your name right, Casey or Cassie? Cassie. Cassie, if you don't have the energy or the wherewithal to watch him be drugged through court, get more child support than you know he can afford, so that means there's less money coming into your household, um, the children are going to be used, they're now going to be weaponized as things to hurt him. So if you know somebody got a cute baby, so I'm trying to look away. If you know the kids are going to move that baby, because you're... If the kids are going to be weaponized as tools to hurt him, a lot of fellas don't have the tools to handle a high-conflict biological mother. And these women know this. She's going to make sure that he doesn't have a successful relationship because she's going to steal those little pieces of his and use them to torture him. If your man has not armed himself against this type of abuse, then it's going to spill over into your household. And I write a whole bunch of articles. I got a whole bunch of podcasts and stuff about how to equip yourself and protect yourself from that and maybe even give your fellas some of the tools 
but I say this to any woman on the line, <clears throat> it ain't easy watching a man suffer alienation. It's not easy watching a father that cares about his children. Because we know there's a lot, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a few have given dads a bad name. It's not easy watching a man or um, cry or need to be consoled because he can't see his kids. And so I want you to understand that it's going to take a lot out of you. And if you don't have the wherewithal to do that, and I, this is my favorite line to all stepmoms. If he ain't the best man that you've ever met in your life, can anybody finish a sentence for me? Okay, y'all are on mute, so I'll say it. If he's not the best man that you've ever been with in your life, run, run. You know, I don't want you to find yourself in a situation, but a lot of us are not going to run because we're already in love. So Cassie, you're yeah, right. I don't, I don't blame you for being detached because you've not been, because you've not been given an opportunity to kind of know and invest and make an impact in these kids' lives. I don't blame you. But if he's not going to be able to get over or get past what she's doing and he's going to sulk and it's going to take away from the quality of the life that you have with him and the relationship that you guys can have, or even his earning potential, or even what he can pour into your household, then... Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's fair for you to be in a situation where you got to suffer for the mess that somebody else created. Cause I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to let anybody else come dump their trash on my front lawn. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go to the question. Um, Heather says, Heather says, how would you handle a situation where we live in different States and this year we have spring break and Easter, which are a week apart. So if the school is closed, she doesn't have to go home and she could stay two weeks instead of one. Mom is a very high conflict last year and caused us to miss our fall break and Thanksgiving time, which led to our stepchild's therapist to threaten the mother was losing custody if what she doing, if what she was doing was continued. Wow. The mother claimed stepdaughter was afraid that we were going to kidnap her. Oh Lord, which is why she didn't want to come on the visits. Long story short, we're considering for safety's sake, not taking the visits because we know hygiene in their home is not good. <clears throat> it sucks, but it means we wouldn't see her until June as if our situation isn't settled. What would you do in this situation? We're trying to figure out what's best. It's just, it's very hard. I'm gonna say this, co-parenting long distance is always, always is, is very difficult. It's a very difficult thing to deal with because co-parenting, high conflict co-parenting is nearly impossible when it's a long distance situation because it's so easy. All they have to do is not answer the phone and guess what? You're not a parent. All they have to, I mean, they are the kid's main influence. And so I would say if you can, and it's so, it's easy for me to say because I'm not the one that's in the situation. But if you already know, Heather, that this person is going to make it a big deal and they've stolen parenting time before and you all have not held them accountable, meaning the best way to hold your high conflict co-parent accountable um, is to file charges that and they have to pay your attorney fees or they spend time in jail. That's the only way that they are going to see that you're not playing games. If they've not suffered any repercussions, then they're going to continue. So Heather, in the effort of being safe, 
saving money. You know, if you don't want to go through and get um, a refundable ticket and, and risk that or risk, um, you know, being cross-contaminated, I would say wait until the summer. I would say absolutely wait until the summer if you know that your husband's heart is not going to break. If it is, and you all are in a situation where he has not learned to handle his high conflict co-parents shenanigans, then absolutely have him try. But are you prepared to have her to go stay with you guys one week? And then I'm assuming you probably got to pay for her to come back. Are you prepared to do that? If you're not, I would just say forgo this whole visit, speak to her on the phone, um, and sit out this quarantine time as a couple and work on your marriage. Okay? I don't mean to sound cold or callous. I don't mean to sound cold. I don't mean to sound uncaring, but this is where I need you to be able to put your marriage, your household, yourself first. Because that woman over there, the high conflict person, she ain't putting that, the, the, that kid first. How are you going to put somebody else's kid first and they're not even doing it themselves? Kind of takes it down a few notch on, on, on your level of priorities. <clears throat> Heather then says, uh, okay, so we lost that time. <clears throat> and the therapist couldn't come back and things got worse when the child screamed and cried and refused to come on those last two visits after mom was threatened. She came for Christmas with no issues. She did not act normal or happy, but she showed up. Yeah, like y'all know the story in the Bible when the two women were claiming that they were the mother of that baby. And King David was like, all right, boom, I'm gonna cut the baby in half. Lady, you take one half, you take one half. And the real mother was like, oh my God, no, no, no. The baby belongs to her, she can take him. And King David immediately knew that a mother that would be willing to sacrifice her child and her own ego, that was a true mother. That was the definition of, a, of nurture. But this woman sent that child over to you guys within that child's mind, thinking that they would be kidnapped, thinking that you and your husband were going to kidnap them. So sometimes it might be better for you to step away. If your child, if the stepdaughter has a therapist already that recognize what, recognizes what's happened, that means you've gotten the courts involved. I'm sure the child has a GAL uh, guide, guide him. I don't know how to say it, the GAL. Y'all know what that is, the, the kid attorney. Um, so that means the, you don't, the courts don't have your back and you have long distance as a disadvantage. And so I want you to be mindful of that. If a kid's going to come to your home and be scared and traumatize you the whole time because they're thinking they're going to be kidnapped, is that really what's best for that kid right now? You, you might feel like you won because she's there. Oh, she's here in the home. Um, and I applaud any opportunity to connect, but, you know, is that really what's best for her right now? So let's just think about it. I would rather she come and have the summer when it's a long extended visit and you guys can break down those walls over the course of weeks. But just coming this one week on and one week off, um, that might be uh, do more harm than good. Valencia said, yep, do not let people be comfortable with disrespecting you. Amen, somebody. Christina said, I think that's the outlook that we've been trying to have, the Christian thing to do. Yeah. Time to do a sleepover tonight. I got my hair tie and earrings out. <laughs> Time to get my nausea heels on. Exactly. 
Shelly said, I'm so glad I saw this email about this live. I need advice. Yes, girl, Shelly, girl, come on. Let's say something. Okay, Shelly, you have a question too. Um, <clears throat> you said, how can I protect my family? My husband gets the kids every other weekend and this is his weekend. The kids are already so sickly all the time and we're working on their hygiene now. Should we skip this weekend and get them next weekend? I'm not trying to be mean, but I have to look after my household. That last line kind of just says it all. What do I always tell y'all? If you a biological parent, if you a step parent, um, you know, if you have a co-parent, that means your child, this one child that we're all sharing has two households that have two completely different ways of doing things. And none of us can control what's happening in our kids' other household, but they're this entity, this beautiful, precious thing that's stuck in the middle of it. If the other household does things drastically different from you, and, and one of those things is hygiene, then, you know, I, and I hear a lot of people saying, oh, the kids don't have great hygiene. Are you guys meaning that they don't know how to cover their mouths when they sneeze? Are you saying that they always stay sick? Do they have poor immune systems and they're probably carrying something now? Whatever the case is, you know, I just want you to remember that um, your household is first because that other person in the other house, they don't care if you can't pay your light bill. <laughs> they don't care if you can't eat. They don't care if your kids cannot eat. They're looking out for themselves and their household. So um, you don't get to be the sacrificial lamb when you got nausea in your life. You don't get to do that anymore. You don't get to turn the other cheek anymore. That's not what I teach. Used to be what I teach, but then I realized I was wrong. Okay? I'm gonna keep going, but I ain't wrong. I'm not wrong about being a thug though. I'm telling y'all that right now. That's working out. <laughs> okay, let me go to another question. <clears throat> okay. Heather says, thank you, I agree. She hasn't been held accountable other than therapist's threat. The therapist claimed that the threat seemed to have scared her straight, but I know it's only temporary. I agree with the therapist. She'll be back to what she did last year in no time. So I think that we can handle waiting till June, but I hate losing the time. We don't have a GAL, but she's required to do therapy for their parenting plan. Her mom tried pulling her out after the threat therapist threatened her, mm -hmm. but that went nowhere. What usually happens when you have a parent that practices alienation or a disordered personality? And you all know, I talk a lot about the disordered personalities. Some of my favorite ones to tackle are borderline personality disorder, which disproportionately affects women, i.e. mothers and stepmothers, more than it does men. Uh, men are statistically more prone to being narcissists. Um, I'm gonna also say this, most of us have some sort of disordered personality trait. I ain't saying everybody's crazy, but everybody's, we all have the potential. You know, we all, you know, I know plenty of great people that might have some narcissistic tendencies. However, they have an extreme sense of, sense of empathy and compassion. So they would never go see a therapist and be categorized or be diagnosed as being a full-on narcissist. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, so we have to be very responsible when we throw these words out there with people. Okay, but um, <clears throat> Heather says, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that you might consider waiting till June. And Heather, you'd be surprised how much you can get done with your own marriage and your life and your children and your household between now and June. This, I, I, I want everybody to realize that 
I think this pandemic is showing us that none of us have as much control as we thought we did. None of us are really running the show. We're all one cough or sneeze away or a few more months of working, you know, to not be able to cover expenses or losing health insurance so that you possibly won't be able to get help should this thing affect you or come near you. So none of us have as much control as we like to prefer. We just don't. So one thing I want us to, to be mindful of is that the people that, are, that we think that are trying to control us they're scared just as shitless as you. I, I promise you they are. You know how I know? Because I talk to them all day. These high conflict people, a lot of them are my clients. They don't even really know that they're high conflict. They don't necessarily want to be. They just don't know how not to be that because this is how they've been existing for so long. Now, what does that have to do? And what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Girl, nothing. Nothing at all. I was just telling you so you could know. You know, these, <laughs> these people are just as powerless as we are in the grand scheme of things. The only time that they do have power is when we hand ours over. And that is by being bothered and relenting to their tirades or not having a plan B and C. I taught, I, I introduced a class, was it last week? It was the uh, three, what's it called? The three traits of happy people. And I taught this class on one of my lives the other day, and it was so good and it went so well that I actually made it into a course. You know, I should just, I'm just, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you all that course. Um, I'm going to lift the price on it. I'm going to send everybody that's on this live right now. I'm going to send you that course. And one thing that I candidly talk about is in situations where I was in such a stronghold of feeling controlled by a stranger, somebody I don't even know. I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know this person, but their actions directly affected me because they directly affected my man. And a lot of us on this line, we don't play about our loved ones. When you see another person, it's, it's causing them trouble. Until one day I realized that I needed to just start to exercise cog cognitive, exercise cognitive flexibility. And what that is, is our ability to quickly readjust. Quickly readjust and put a new plan in place so things ain't so bad. One of the examples I believe I gave is, let's just say you know you're late for work and you got a big important meeting, but then you get outside and you get in traffic and you see the traffic is at a standstill. Now you can either beat on the steering wheel, you can yell and cuss and scream, or you can immediately go into action mode and say, what can I do to maximize this misfortune that is happening? You can maybe turn on one of your favorite podcasts, which is I Know I'm Crazy with Naja Hall, available everywhere. You could possibly call your grandma because you haven't spoken to her in two weeks. Call your parents. You could send an email. Maybe you could say, you know what? I'm going to be late for this meeting. Let me see if I can teleconference in. But sitting and beating that steering wheel for 20 minutes is wasting precious time. And so that's one thing that I want all of us to, and I'm going to send the class to everybody. It's really short. It's really easy. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, practicing cognitive flexibility. If you see things are not going your way, you can either get married to that failure or you can switch gears real quick and make the best of it. And so these are times right now, the times that we're in, is where, when we're all going to have to be very flexible.
because I got a feeling over these next couple of weeks, things still might not be going our way. All right, we're gonna um, we're almost uh, toward the end of our time, but I still want to hear some more from you all. Anybody? The floor is open. The floor is open. The floor is open, people. Um, so just unmute your line. Cindy, I know you have something to say. Come on. Here much. Oh. I was busy sanitizing my house. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was steaming my floors. Okay, okay. But um, you can tell me and summarize something and I'll come up with something. Yes. So Valencia says, great chat, everyone. See you back on Facebook. Thank you so much, Valencia, for joining. I appreciate you. Stay warm over there in Chicago. Say bye, everybody. <laughs> okay, Cheyenne. Cheyenne says, our aha moment, and when we began to just accept the fact that the high-conflict person is who she is, is when our daughter was born in October. And high conflict may coming to an, agree an agreement about stepkids coming to meet their baby sister. Um, difficult. At that moment, we finally came to the conclusion, conclusion that she is the way she is. Uh, yeah. Oh, since October, she has also reported us to the IRS and denied any visits while the kids are out of school. You know, y'all, listen, if we know that chances are this person is going to deny visit. And I talked about this in a class that I'm about to send you guys when we get off of here. Um, if we know this person is going to deny a visit, like, have a contingency plan in place. I remember one time I, I posted this um, somewhere. When life gave us lemons, we went to Cabo. Because at one point, you all remember that, right? For those of you that were attendants in the class, you all know about my Cabo story and how that totally changed our perspective on are we going to continue to be victims over and over again or we're going to continue to turn the other cheek are we going to say you know what i'm going to make your crazy work for me uh, you know this is i want i want us to use that other person's crazy the unwillingness if you can find a way to make it work for you and you all know i'm really good at finding the silver silver lining if you need help you reach out to me please please okay now I'm going to, we're going to close, we're going to, we're going to call, call, shut this thing down. Oh, okay. Hazel says, hey from London. Hello there. Would you like a spot of tea? You like that? Okay, so she says, hey from London. We have a high conflict bio mom, but we don't have the funds to keep taking her back to court. I feel done and honestly feel like encouraging my husband to let it go until the child 11 has freedom to go out alone. Baby, I agree a million percent. And I know we want to fight the good fight, but if I look at the 70, 80,000 that was spent on our end fighting a high conflict person, you know, a high conflict person might run out of money, but they'll never run out of crazy. And they'll never run out of energy to fight you. And so I think about what I could have done with $90,000. And that's kind of why I encourage you all to 
be mindful of that because you might be spending all this money, but why not be, why not try to enhance your own life? Because if you, let's just say you got full custody of that particular child. If the mother has access to them, every chance she gets, she's going to poison them. She's going to teach this child to be the repository. And now guess what? She has access to the inside of your house. She's not going to stop. I have a video on YouTube right now. It's a really popular one. It's about narcissistic mothers and how some of them will eat their young. Some of us had grew up with, you know, narcissistic mothers and we know firsthand. Some of us have met people like that. Some of us have narcissistic fathers, um, biological fathers that we're dealing with and we're trying to co-parent with. So we all understand, you know, this is not an attack on women. Um, but yeah, I would just say if a parent is dead set on destroying their child, whether if mom or dad is dead set on destroying the child and they have access to this child, they're going to be, they're going to do it. And it's going to become a game to them. Um, Cassie said, can this recording be accessible later? Um, this was a public one, but I'll probably only share it in the private forum. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Christina says, I got to think about that. Um, I might only just share the audio and bleep out people's names. Um, but you know, this, this was like a free thing that we did that I decided to do. But, uh, you know, these, these situations are so personal. I think I might only just send out uh, some of the links that were shared. Cassie, I might just send out some of the links that were shared because, you know, people are on here and I didn't, I assumed that everybody knew that it was public, but I didn't state that. So I'm not going to share people's faces and stuff. Um, but I will take all the links that everybody provided and get a cute little list together so we can all have the resources in an email. I will go and compile those. Matter of fact, I'm going to pay my stepdaughter to do it. She's sitting out there. Hmm, good idea. Um, so, Scylla, Hazel in London, let it go, girlfriend. If mom wants to destroy this child, she's going to do it whether you have access or not. And what I can say is, for everybody on here, whether you are a custodial parent or you're a non-custodial parent, and we're all adults on this line, don't we remember the impact that these adults in our lives had on us? Like we were, we might have been with them some, every day, but I remember some adults that, like I remember two teachers who had the biggest life impact on me. Yeah, my parents were there on a day-to-day -day basis taking care of me, but you have to, if the kids are, if your stepdaughter is only coming in the summer, then focus on having a great impact on her. Invest in her, spend time with her, teach her things, talk to her about mentally being balanced, teach her how to handle conflict. You know, these are the things that are going to help her to be a well woman, not learning how to stay away from her dad. So no, I don't think, you, I don't want you to continue the fight. I want you to stop the court proceedings. And um, like King Solomon did when he was about to cut that baby in half, yours is the household that needs to protect that baby. Who is that behind there? Hey, Cheyenne, who is that behind and behind you? Come on. Come on. I see you. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see you now. I see you. No, you don't. I can see you. Yes, I can. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, 
Christina says, thank you, Naja. I just recorded, requested to join the Facebook group, subscribe to the podcast. And I'm definitely interested in deep, digging deeper into your resources. Yes, I have resources for days. So Christina, um, yeah, just email me if you need help. You all know that you can DM me or, or whatever. For those of you that are members of my, um, my uh, VIP stepmom, the, the community, the website, not on Facebook, you all know that I'm pretty much available 24 hours a day for, for the members. Um, <clears throat> Hazel says, can I tell income support on her or am I wicked for that? Income support. Does that mean uh, you're in London, but I'm assuming that means, is it like a government subsidy, subsidizing thing that gives her money? Anything, on, and this is for um, co-parents and step-parents. If a person on the other end is cheating and lying, manipulating the system, and you're the one that's having to pay for it, then I feel like you owe it to yourself. It's only the right thing to do to make sure that you get their butts in line. And it ain't snitching, it's doing the right thing. So yeah, I think you actually have an obligation to do that. But the government, like system shut down now. So I don't know when you're going to do it. Uh, she said it's single parent benefits, but she has to declare that she gets money from us that she doesn't. Well, how can she not declare that? I mean, unless you're putting money directly in her bank account, then she can claim that it's gifts. You can do that. And you can, that's it for any country. I do know that it's worldwide for whatever country you're in and we call it child support. Now, if she is, if you all, if your household is paying her mandated child support, then um, all you have to do is, yes, I would call, what do you call it? Single parent benefits then yes, I would tell them that she is getting that income because then that could possibly, you know, she might be getting income and she's reporting it from someone else when she files her taxes. So that could possibly lower the money that's coming out of your household. And if you feel like the children are not going to be starving, because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want that to happen. If you feel like the kids are going to be okay, be okay and they're not in a position where they're starving, then absolutely. Because if somebody's cheating and they have more than enough money, they just want to take yours because they want to be evil then yeah, go and get that back. But if you know the kids aren't going to be able to eat or they're not going to have proper supplies or they're going to have a poorer lifestyle, then, uh, you know, that's, that's a tough one. <clears throat> okay. Okay, people, we still have a lot of people on the line. Those of you that did not come on and say anything, um, that is totally fine. I totally respect that. I love you for being here. Um, it's 540 right now. We, at my time, we started this at four. And so I, I did say that we would stay on until six o'clock. But <clears throat> I, uh, if we don't have any more questions or comments, either in the type chat portion, then we are going to come to a close here in a few seconds. But you all know I love you. And you can find me on the gram or the Facebooks. <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody. So as I promised, I'm going to gather these links and type up an email. And um, that's pretty much it. Does anybody need anything else from me or a resource that, I, that you, you think I have? Does anybody need anything? I don't have no money to give you, though. But besides that, anybody, any, <laughs> me, yeah, Cindy, what's up? I can't log in again. 
Okay. Uh, send me, um, I'll, you, we'll talk about it in DM. I'll okay. see what's up. I'll fix that for you. Okay. Thank okay. you. All right. Okay, everybody. I'm Naja Hall, blended family coach. And I thank you for joining us for Corona and co-parenting. I'm going to call it something like better next time, but that's all I can think of on a whim. And um, please send me your questions. Please, please, please send me your questions um, or your comments or if there's something that I did not cover, please send them over to me, okay? And if I do decide to take little snippets of this and voice snippets or whatever, I'll make sure that it's done with respect to everyone's privacy. Um, you know, your faces, um, your, your faces won't be anywhere or anything like that. So, yeah. Oh, somebody said it's called wine. Bloop. It is. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You all have a good evening. And please don't be a stranger. I'm Naja Hall signing out.